0: Lina.
1: Gentlemen, start your red
2: start your engines on fox sports 1400 and we are live from the pizza Inn on east main street in spartanburg i believe the number is 225 east main street right across from where they're building the new spartanburg high school so you can't miss us next to the dollar store and uh it's
3: kind of a sunny blustery day outside so we don't have any bad weather yet greg how you doing well doing pretty good like i say we've been dancing around weather for for the past few days you know, we, we, we've had a couple of games that got uh, canceled. Uh, but it looks like Spartanburg's doing okay for a while, and hopefully that thing flamed out a little bit more forward. We actually get the brunt of it. But it, it, everybody needs to come out here to the pizza inn because the, the weather's fine right now. Inside, it's real good. It's real good inside. And uh,
2: we're over there cooking up the pizzas, and we're going to try to, well, we will get the lady on that, uh, on the air that, that runs this and let her talk a little bit about the promotions they have going on and the um, racing there's a lot of it to cover we've got some great guests today yeah, let me start good. out by saying that uh if you listen to the show last week you know that greg and i weren't even going to be here we were supposed to be at a function uh, a racing festival in augusta that georgia that we've wanted to go to every year but uh I mean it just wasn't in the cards. We Greg and I decided about Wednesday or so. Tuesday might have been that uh we could see this big storm coming and we weren't going to leave our families and uh behind and and so we sort of next going down there and then about simultaneously Hauser called me and said that we were going to do
3: a 2-hour show from the pizza inn. So uh here we are. Well, I think it was a good choice cuz I know when uh uh, oh, by the way, uh, this is my anniversary today. My well, congratulations. Lo- my loving wife, Roberta. Uh, Which anniversary is it? It's number one. Holy mackerel.
2: I think you're going to make it. Yep. Well, Happy we, anniversary been, and
4: condolences we- to your wife.
3: <laughs> yeah, condolences <laughs> to her. Uh, she she's been putting up with me for over 20 years anyway, but uh, about time she made an honest person out of you. Exactly, exactly. So so we got uh, we got that handle but I'm I'm very proud of it, and uh, we got we got a wonderful relationship. But back talking about the deal in uh, Augusta, Berta had called him back because to let the room go, mm. you know we had us a, oh it's it nice at a Hilton. Uh, we made sure it had all the amenities, like a restaurant, a good bar, and everything else. <laughs> essentials. And that's all the essentials, and they were happy to get the room because of the people that were evacuating from the coast. So yeah. So so we done we done some people good by not going, and uh, that might work in other
2: ways too. That. We did them good by not going, but I think we would have had a good time. And anyway, we uh, we're here in Spartanburg, and it's uh, nothing's hit yet, so it's just a windy morning so far. Now we, um, uh, of course, Gene Murphy was gonna do the show himself this morning. It was gonna be an hour show. We had a lot of changes, and uh, it was a very fluid situation from about Tuesday on when. We got this remote, and this happened, and that happened, and Gene got a little, um, I'm not going to put any words in his mouth or anything, but he got a little upset about it, and he decided he couldn't operate like this with uh, having to make changes on the fly, and he had had some guests lined up, and he had to shuffle and rearrange them, and uh, so he quit the show, so we don't have Gene anymore, and uh, I think uh, when we go to a two-hour show next year, he would have had a big part in it, but uh, we will see if we can't find somebody else to cover the local scene for us. And uh, the show's been on a long time before I got here, Greg. And I imagine it'll go on probably after I'm gone.
3: <laughs> it, it, it'll probably be going on uh, way past both of us. Because you know, we've been doing this thing since. Well, basically, uh, Perry, you got involved in the show uh, probably it was within six months of the start of it. Because I just got involved in it when you moved back into town, or or no, you'd been back in town. Yeah, I don't think it was quite. But anyway, I've been here a while now. Two oh six, something like that. Two oh six. That's ten. That's that's a long time. But uh, tell you what, it we got one guest coming on from Charlotte Motor Speedway, and I just made a suggestion if they want to talk about their uh road race deal they got going on and uh they were so excited about it they confirmed it and called me last night at seven thirty.
2: Well and that's how you just have to do things on the fly and um we uh will be able to bring you some real good guests today. We've got three. We're gonna start well actually well I don't count Nelson as a guest. He's he's a member of the of the cast here. Yeah. He'll have his regular uh report at ten forty. But at ten twenty, um we have Wally Dallenbach Jr., an outstanding race driver, son of a race driver, married to a race driver. Right. And uh he was the last full time driver that Budmore Engineering had and came oh so close to winning the Daytona five hundred in uh nineteen ninety six and we'll talk to Wally about that. An outstanding road racer. And then we'll have Nelson at ten forty then right after the top of the hour, after eleven o'clock, we're gonna have Alan Hill, who um, is a
3: master short track uh they 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 run real good over there in Cherokee. Him and, and Danny Testner, his son in law, they they've got a handle on, on that and uh we've had Alan on the show several times. Yes. And uh, but he can get us updated on what always going on in that in that arena because they, they always run up front. Yeah. And, uh, like I say, he, I miss it, eating breakfast with him. Me and me and Bud and uh, Ray Harris and a couple others. You know, we always ate breakfast at the same place. Well, he
2: could come in here and get a pizza
3: for breakfast. Yeah, he could. We're having pizza for breakfast this morning.
2: That's right. He he could. He and, could. And at eleven. 11- Twenty, we've got uh, Scott Cooper, who, as Greg just said, called him last night at uh, seven o'clock in the evening, kind of after business hours, wanting to be on our show to promote the. Uh, he's with the what would you say, public relations and communications yeah, for he, Charlotte
3: Motor yeah. Speedway. He's over. He's over uh, public relations and uh, uh, communications. And uh, he wants to talk about the the car, the race that they have
2: in the playoffs, which, which is, is on the brand new Roval. The road course oval. That's a good way you put. Well, that. that's what they're advertising it as a roval, and uh, it's going to be different. Well, it's going to be different f- for no other reason, and that's never been used before. I mean, they're still tweaking it and putting uh, bumpers, bump. You know, the little uh, bump things on the side of the road. You know, so you can't cut the corner and uh, and. Just, just doing you know sand traps here, guardrails there, padding here, padding there, yeah. and still trying to figure out how to uh make this uh seamless
3: which is going to be tough but you know first race so yeah, they'll, uh, they'll learn things and I thought that like when the first time we run Sears point and we had run Sears Point with the trans Am cars, which were only like uh, three thousand pounds and uh Or smaller, and I had my doubts about whether we could successfully get, you know, a Winston Cup car around a place like that. And it turned out it wasn't any problem. And I think it's going to be a it's a good idea. uh... the thing I like about it, usually on road courses, you got to pick a spot of what you want to watch. You know, you got. Uh, whether it be at Watkins Glen or or, or whatever. You, you find a place if you want to see them go down the back stretch or if you want to see them go through the S's or the chicane or whatever. You kind of got to position yourself for that. And uh, the good thing is going to be with the deal in Charlotte. Everybody that's sitting in the sands will be able to see the whole track, the whole track. And you know Dayton's had a, a, a very good road course running the 24 hours of Dayton all these years. It's going to be interesting to see, I think they probably used using that as a model, uh, which would be a good model. Uh, to go by, but like I say, there's a lot of things that uh, they have to take in consideration, and I understand they've been doing a lot of testing, talking to a lot of drivers. Uh, you know, just several, several different things. But
2: uh, well, it's definitely throwing a monkey wrench into the playoffs when uh, every race is so crucial. Every race is crucial anyway. But when you come down to the final ten, and if I'm not mistaken, I think this is even, i think it's even an elimination race. So in other words, after this race, three drivers will drop out from the you know the twelve that they start with, or sixteen, I guess they start with. And uh, so um, we'll have Scott Cooper on to talk about that, and we'll we'll answer some que- asking some questions and get some answers. I I don't know how many turns that track. Got. I don't know either. There's I, a bunch of them.
3: I haven't I haven't seen a, a diagram of it. All I can envision is is what they've done for years at Daytona. Of course, Daytona's two and a half miles and Charlotte's a mile and a half. Uh, If it's done correctly. And it will be. And it will be. uh, It's going to be a situation where typically your road course type drivers will be the ones that that run up toward the front. That's the way it is. This seemed like it was You remember back in the old days, and
2: I know you remember this, when they used to, uh, every time they went to a road course, they'd have what they call the road course ringers, and they'd bring in somebody that wasn't a stock car driver, like Boris said, or uh, uh, there, there were several of them, and uh, they would excel. For maybe one race at Watkins Glen and one race, and and uh, and there were a couple of regulars on the on the stock car circuit that excelled on road courses, like your driver Wally Dallenbach. They were going to have on here in a few yeah. minutes.
3: Oh, he Wally Wally's the king. I mean, he he won Trans Am championships, and uh, we we had uh, we had Series Point One, and we just we let him down in the pits and everything. That that was a bad thing about that. But uh, as, as far as the road courses, though, the uh, um, all of them are road course
2: drivers now I mean you can't that that doesn't hold true anymore where you have the road course ringers because all of these guys run they understand that how important each race is and with two up until this year two road courses on the season you know they uh, they hone their skills and went to these driving schools and just and just got better at it I yeah. mean and some they've had some people like uh, Jeff Gordon turned out to be an excellent road racer, and so I, I tell you who one of the best road racers was uh, was David Pearson. Oh, David Pearson! And of course,
3: now David could drive anything, but he was a fantastic road course driver. He he's the only NASCAR driver that was able, ever able to win a Trans Am race and driving uh, for who for for us <laughs> and a, and a <laughs> Cougar for and, Bud Moore, and it was at Riverside, and they couldn't touch him. Now he drove that Cougar during that series about three times uh... i think we got penalized some kind of unfairly on one deal we run second and then we had to i think the motor let go or something he was leading but it's like ed leslie and parnelli said, said Pearson don't even know how good he really is. Well and it, yeah. He hadn't even seen these rope these these tracks are driven the car.
2: And then you got other people like Buddy Baker who said uh he raced at Riverside for about five years before he realized that the S's were paved. That's which right. means he did a lot of agricultural racing. That's right. And uh well, David- I think I think he said he also got to know all the animals real well up at uh, Watkins Glen, you know, the, the deer and the oh yeah possums and everything out in the woods because yeah. he spent so much time off course.
3: Yeah, and uh, David uh, uh, David was good at at doing that too. And what was uh, now I got to tell this story. First. Well, we got two minutes. Why don't we hold it? Can you do it in two minutes? Yeah, I can do this in two minutes. Go uh... it was on, in i think it was at riverside the race he won and uh... he had led most of the race you know you come into the pits you do the different things and uh... So what wound up happening uh, he had a commanding lead this, this going on and you know Pearson always wanted a cigarette lighter inside the car so he's out there just cooling it got about a five or six second lead over second place and he lights up a cigarette he's coming down the trade away in the scc anyway the trans am officials scca through, yeah scca and they said we got a black flag he come over to daddy and said said you got to get him he, he's out there smoking a cigarette well, <laughs> when they got through chewing that guy out, like, you know, you, go, you ain't costing us no race because the driver smoked a cigarette, but uh, they, they wound up not penalizing us, and, and he won the race going away probably. Probably lit up another one as he got in the car, but uh, well, I he's, take, he's the best.
2: That was the good old days of racing, and uh, I remember seeing him run around the fairgrounds at uh, Spartanburg. Uh, I remember no one's going around there smoking a, cigara- a cigarette or a cigar. I can't remember, but a lot of them used to smoke during the race. But we're coming up to our first break here in just a second, and we're going to uh, come back with Wally Dallenbach Jr. on Start Your Engines, Fox Sports Spartanburg, and we'll be right back.
5: Steve and Jerry here from the world famous Beacon Drive In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese. Hey Planty, I need plant flounder. Cheese burger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon with no trim. <laughs> Had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world famous Beacon no Drive In, John D. White Senior and Boulevard in Spartanburg. Hey
6: Planty. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to 3 days. Call 803-273-3013.
7: Oh, <laughs> Hi, this is Perry Allen Wood inviting you to join Ronnie Black, Greg Moore, Nelson Crozier,
2: Gene Murphy and me Saturday mornings for Start Your Engines. We'll talk auto racing around the world and locally, including interviews with racing legends and current newsmakers. That's Start Your Engines, Saturday mornings at 10, here on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM.
8: We spend a lot of time in our cars, so make that time well spent with the help from Elite Audio. Elite Audio on Asheville Highway can upgrade your sound system, add a navigation system, customize your interior, and does custom tires and wheels. And check this out. Elite Audio offers 90 days same same-as-cash with no credit check. All you need is an active checking account and proof of appointment. Visit EliteAudioOnline.com or drop by 1504 Asheville Highway in Spartanburg. At Elite Audio, you dream it, we build it. It's football season, which means it's time for tailgates. To make your tailgate number one, you need to visit Game Day Barbecue in Duncan. Game Day Barbecue has all your favorites, including pulled pork, smokehouse chicken, ribs, and brisket. Match any of those with their eight homemade sides like mac and cheese and potato salad, and you have a winning team. Game Day Barbecue, 165 West Main Street in Duncan, open from 10.30 a.m. till 8 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday, so stop in for lunch or dinner or give them a call at 864-249-6787 to cater your event or tailgate. Game Day Barbecue, we do things the old-fashioned way. It's pretty obvious that the Steak Restaurant and Billiards has billiards, right? It's in their name. But now they are expanding their games to include dart bleeds, cornhole, and classic arcade games. Now at Steak you can shoot unlimited games of pool from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. for only $10. Steak also has some of the best food around, from their famous ribeye steak with steamed veggies and twice-baked potato to my favorite, the St. Louis-style ribs with baked beans and slaw. Visit our friends at Steak Restaurant and Billiards, 2600 East Main Street, Spartanburg, open daily at 11 a.m.
0: Join Cole Bryson and Dean Bridges for the Saturday Sports Report. Saturday mornings from 7 till 9 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3.
2: And welcome back to Start Your Engines here on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the show Wally Dahlenbach Jr. Good morning, Wally.
9: Good morning. How are you guys Holding up back we're- there, I, we're thinking about everybody. That's for sure.
2: Well, where are you that it's so comfortable and calm? Well,
9: I'm in Daytona Beach. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm where normally the hurricanes hit. So, <sighs> yeah, it's all calm here.
2: Well, everything's okay here right now. I know they've been battered on the North Carolina and South Carolina coast, but uh, I would say just about 12 o'clock when this show's over, we might start seeing some rain. It's just blustery and windy right now, but got Greg Moore and Ronnie Black with us, and, uh, of course, uh, you and Greg go back a ways, don't you? Yeah, we yep, do. Um, uh,
9: yeah, we do. I um, drove uh, for those guys, and one of my favorite years uh, driving a cup car. I mean, we really... We had a good time, and we had some really good runs. We really should have gotten a couple of wins <laughs> that got a, got away from us, but um, I, I wish we could have gotten the sponsorship to continue that relationship because um, I, I think we really had a good thing going there.
3: Yeah, no, no doubt about it, Wally. And and the thing was, uh, you know, we, we, we just barely had enough budget to do – a decent team, you know. You know, we was on very low rung of uh, of uh, of sponsorship, and about one to, about one the qualifying race, about one Daytona. Uh, the list goes on and on, and and, and
9: that was really, and, and you know that was a one race deal. If if you remember, I mean, we went into Daytona. Right. It was a one race deal. We didn't have anything to go to the second race. So I mean, we were we were pretty behind the 8 ball going in we we did run good at daytona unfortunately we <clears throat> we signed a sponsor for the rest of the year but yeah that was that was just a daytona deal when we started
2: well, uh, Wally I, you so much deserved you and Greg and Bud and everybody deserved more than a sixth place finish that day i mean that was a winning car and you, and really, you should have had a yep. you should have had a third for sure but good grief the finish sixth as well as you ran that day at, with a even had damage on that right front but that car was hauling
9: yeah we we did the car the car was great and um, we did have a you know we did have a little issue on the front of the car that that we got it taped up and everything and it really didn't affect the handling all that much but
2: they got uh, ernie irvin out of the way
9: yeah, <laughs> yeah um you know it, it was uh it was a good fun race and and i'm glad that we were in the mix of it
2: Wally, let me ask you now you uh you come from a racing family and of course your father wally dialenbeck senior wasn't outstanding driver I went to Indianapolis for 17 years in a row and he almost won up there in 75 when I was there in fact he was leading with uh, I think about nine laps to go and then he he blew an engine and then it rained and the race only won 174 out of 200 laps so if you're ever gonna steal one that was a year for him to do it but he still had five um, open wheel you know IndyCar victories one Ontario twice one Milwaukee one Trenton um, how much did you uh, f- go around with your father, and how much did he uh, obviously he affected you becoming a race driver? But what was his influence like? Because he was a top notch driver.
9: Well, we as kids, my brother and my sister and I, we used to go to a lot of the races. I mean, we we spent a lot of time in a motorhome and and go into as many races as we could. And I mean, we really did grow up at the racetracks. And you know, back then. Especially in Indianapolis. I mean, those guys were there for practically the month of May, you know, back in the 70s. And we would take – I mean, we would get out of school and, I I mean, I remember the the, the homework we used to have. (laughs) But we used to go to Indianapolis for – you know, for the month of May, and um, you know, and I remember that seventy-five
2: race. I mean, you know, we. I do too.
9: I mean, we were literally headed to victory lane. I mean, he had them covered that day.
2: Hey, and driving I for mean, uh, a that,
9: yep.
2: driving that Glow orange uh, or Glow red. I guess it was. Uh, I think it was a yep. sponsored by Sinmaster. That was a Pat Sin Patrick Master, car, wasn't right.
9: it? Yeah, you got a good memory. Yep, it was. Uh, I remember it. Yep. yep. So yeah, and that I was a to. tough one. That was a tough one. But, um, yeah, he did run good there. But, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we were, uh, we were as kids, we were, you know, we grew up around racing. That's, you know, all we knew. And, and um, so it's just natural that you want to do what your dad does because you, you kind of know a lot about it. And, you know, I, I got a lot of great opportunities. You know, it's a lot different now than it was then. But, you know, I got some great opportunities, especially in road racing where the factory you know, we're so involved in Trans Am and and IMSA and things like that, and the factory teams were always, you know, looking for, you know, for drivers, and I got my opportunity with Ford, um, and they really put me on the map, Um, you know, and and really, my my first factory deal was with Dan Gurney, with Toyota, on the IMSA.
0: Oh,
10: really?
9: Yeah. So, it gave me some opportunities, and Ford gave me the opportunity to run a cup car. You know, they... They got me hooked up with Junie Dunloppy, and I ran my first Cup race um, in Atlanta. So, I mean, Ford really, you know, was a big part of, you know, helping my career.
2: Well, I know. I remember the Mustangs you drove. That was for Roush, right?
9: Right. Yep. I ran um, a Mustang for, for Jack. It was actually in 85. I ran a Capri and Trans Am, and I was also running the IMSA races in a Mustang. And um, we... You know, we had, that year, we just, we won everything on the map. Um, and yeah. and then, but then I ran uh, Cougars uh, for Jack, the Lincoln Mercury, uh, the Cougars and, and IMSA. And um, it was a lot of fun. I mean, those cars were, they were fun to drive. They had a lot of tire. They weren't heavy. Um, they had tons of horsepower. I mean, Jack was, you know, making some monster um, horsepower back then, so I mean they were just man, they were fun to drive they they were you know they were a lot of race cars
2: we're talking to thewali Dallenbach jr on Start your engines and uh, he 's in Daytona, and we 're in Spartanburg, and it is pouring outside, so uh, I think the storm is here uh, i I wanted to say one more thing about your dad he uh, I remember him for years, he stayed as an official up until uh, he must have been an official for what twenty years or so and and fortunately. He's still with us. I mean, uh, I hope he's in good health.
9: Yep, he is. Um, Him um, and my mom are both doing well. They're, you know, in Colorado. But, yeah, my dad was the chief steward for a long time for the IndyCar Series. And he was also, you know, he was really the guy that started the safety team um, in IndyCar racing, uh, which is now the Horton Safety Team. And so he was really instrumental in, in putting that together, which I'm, you know, very proud of. I mean, that that deal, a lot of other series has, you know, um, taken that and and you know, put it in their own series, whether it's Formula One or whatever. So I, I think, you know, it it you know, he's done a lot for the sport, and sure uh, has. yeah, but they're both doing very well.
3: Yeah, I, t- I tell you, I, I got the, the privilege of meeting Donenbach Senior. I'd love to meet him. When we was up there at Andy. And, uh, matter of fact, we, we, we had the car running pretty good up there. I think we qualified in first round, and I think we blew it in the pits again or whatever. But uh, <laughs> Mr. Donenbach was in the back of the truck, and uh, uh, Miss Donenbach was with him. And and yeah. me and Bud were standing there, and uh, he made the statement. He said, now, Bud, he said, while he gets his driving experience, Expertise from me said he gets his <laughs> temper from his mama, <laughs> and it was, and his mother's the one for it. But it it, it, was, it was really a thrill for me to, to get to meet uh Donna Mac Sr. because I'd seen him run up front at Indy He's all always those years, he was always up front. And you know, one thing that people don't know, me and Wally know it, but. If things had worked out right, Wally was actually supposed to come drive for us, uh, if things had happened the way it's supposed to, in 94, not 96. And it was supposed to be a three-year deal with a bunch of Ford backing and a lot of things. And they, they, they had some moving around deals went on up there at Ford, and somebody else had some other idea. Well, whoever
2: had the idea—and I'm not throwing off on anybody on purpose—but whoever had the idea, Lake Speed and Dick Trickle, who were fine drivers, well, anyway. but uh, I, I think you got Dick at the tail end of his career, and
3: uh, I'd like to see Wally in that car uh, for three years. That was really—that was really the game plan, and, and uh, I think Wally, I think what Michael Michael Kranifis had already signed off on it. I mean, that's what was supposed to happen. Yeah, and,
9: yeah, it was uh, Michael Krampus and Lee Morris, and yeah, I mean, it was it was close, and I don't know what happened there. On
3: I don't you know, know that,
9: that messed up the deal, but
3: I was you know, a six of a gun. I know that.
9: that. Yeah, but at least we got you know at least we got one year out of it, and it was like I said, we had some really good runs, and um, it was it was fun working with all you guys,
2: and a trip to Japan,
9: and a trip to Japan. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was that was really something. <laughs> That was uh, yeah. talk about being out move- of water. We were when we showed up there.
2: <laughs> you you had, had, had to move somebody out. Place. You had to move somebody out of the way in Japan too, from what I remember and seeing it on YouTube. Yeah,
0: it was. It, you know, it was
9: funny. Uh, um, it was their their Japanese driver, and, and the deal was we were on much better tires. We we had stopped and and we had fresh tires, and I think it was like I don't know. It was a, a maybe a seven or eight lap. Chewed out there at the end, and um, he didn't have fresh tires. And man, I had to go. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, that's uh, right.
9: Yeah, so it was. Uh, yeah, I, I thought. I thought I was big trouble because I took out the national hero in Japan. So I thought I was going to have to sneak out of the country.
2: Hideo Fukuyama. Yeah, was that who? Yeah, was? he's a yeah. good
9: guy. <clears throat> you know, I got to see him um, years later. He came to the Dover race when we were doing it for NBC and TNT, and I got to take him around, you know, in our Wally World segment. And mm-hmm. um, it, w- it was kind of a fun deal because they showed the whole, the, the whole deal, and we kind of made peace with each other. But he, 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 i tell you what, he was a really good guy, and he was really a good driver.
2: Um, I got to say one thing, and I loved, I, I loved your broadcasting career, but Wally came up with the term lucky dog. And I didn't know how much they still used it, but I did hear one of the announcers at Indianapolis or someplace use. It's probably Kyle Petty, but somebody used Lucky Dog the other day, and uh, that's, that's a Wally. That's that that's, you came up with that yourself? Yeah, I
9: think the drivers and the teams use it more than the the broadcast guys now. But if you ever hear the guys on the radio, a lot of them still use that that term. But yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that 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 kind of stuck.
2: Well, I want to touch real quick before we have to go. Um, your brother—I didn't realize this until I looked it up last night—but your brother was a killer at uh, Pikes Peak. Your brother Paul. Yeah.
9: Yeah. 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 He's, and I mean, he still runs. Um, I, he won. He won this year in the open wheel class. Um, uh, Paul still runs. He's got. We. He's got a couple of open wheel cars. In fact, I went out and raced with him um, in an event. Uh, I think it was in June in Colorado, and it was a dirt, uh, it was a, a hill climb, but it was all dirt. He's got a four-wheel drive car um, that I ran. I mean, I, and those hill climbs are a blast. Pike's Peak's so much different. You know, when I ran Pike's Peak, uh, the last time I ran it, in fact, I won in the open wheel class, it was dirt. Now, now the whole thing is pavement. And
2: I did not realize that.
9: Yeah, it's a totally different animal now than it was when it was dirt. It was a blast. When it, it's pretty serious now, <laughs> now that it's paved all the way up. But well, that reminds me—that's—that's
2: that's, that's, that's sort of like paving Langhorn.
9: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <it would> <laughs> yeah you know, you, your your speeds are so much higher, so you you know, your margin of error is a lot, you know, smaller because you're carrying so much speed up that mountain. But uh, the hill climb thing is fun. And Paul goes to New Zealand and runs the hill climb over there. Um, I think he's taking the car over to Goodwood. Um, So, yeah, he still still does it. And I get to jump in the car and have a little bit of fun once in a while as well.
2: Now, quickly tell us also about you. uh, From what I saw on the Internet last night, your daughter, Kate, is involved as as a developmental driver? Well,
9: yeah, she was. We're not really doing a whole lot this year. I mean, she was doing some stuff for Childress. Um, she was running some dirt cars and some late model stuff. And, you know, we're trying to put something together with Al Neitz. Um, he's got a, a truck team right now. He's very interested in in doing something with Kate as a development driver. And um, so, you know, we're I've got a long rela- uh, relationship with Bass Pro Shops and, and now that they're Bass Pro and Cabela's and Um, You know, we're we're hoping that they're going to continue to help Kate out uh, next year. And, you know, it's it's just so, you know, she's run late models uh, for three, four years. And we're we're just kind of like, okay, we need to try to do something else. We're, you know, we've done all, you know, we've done all we can here. So we're hoping that we can put something together with Al. I know he wants to do some testing with her in a truck and possibly run a couple races with her next year. So, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, she's, she's, you know, going to school right now up in Liberty University. But, um, you know, you guys know what it's all about. I mean, it's just about cash. You know, we just can't yeah. find enough.
2: To put her in well, Wally, all I know, know is we're it. we're up against the break, and and I can tell you that racing needs dialing bikes in it, and so does broadcasting. And uh, they sure do. We just really appreciate you taking the time out of your Saturday morning to come on, uh, start your engines with us.
3: Okay, hey, anytime, guys. I appreciate the call. I just wish that gun, he was supposed to have been in Budmore's race car two or three years earlier, well, and I think the history of racing would have changed. Because that was such a good a good combination. It, re- yeah. it really was. And Wally, thank you so much for talking to us. And hopefully we'll talk to you again. Okay.
2: okay so uh, thank you, Wally. And uh, we're going to take a break. This is, uh, you're listening to Start Your Engines on Spartanburg Fox 1400.
0: Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the SignForce hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start your engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3
5: FM. Steve and Jerry here from the world famous Beacon Drive In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese. Hey Planty, I need flounder, cheeseburger like a burger make it cry. Give me a bacon with no trim. <laughs> Had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve Plan and Jerry Did at the world famous Beacon Drive In, John no D. White
7: Dream. Senior and Boulevard in Spartanburg. Hey Planty.
10: Thanks for the memories.
0: Want to text the show? Download our app to use the Elite Audio text line. Search Fox Sports 1400
11: either at the Apple Store or via Google Play now. Selecting a financial advisor to entrust your hard-earned assets is one of the most important decisions you will ever make. Jenny Montgomery Scott has more than 185 years of experience tracing its roots to 1832. Jenny's boutique size allows it to remain agile, meeting the demands of turbulent market cycles while addressing the needs of its clients. Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Jannie Montgomery Scott sets the bar high, providing superior advice, expertise, and support through every stage of your life and finances. As a firm, Jannie's regional size offers the advantages of scale, allowing for close client relationships with personalized advice and planning. Call Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs at 864 585 8282. That's 585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Every now and then, we need to get
6: away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013.
12: These days, $2 won't
11: get you very far. Taxi! Where to, sir? Wherever this will take me. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> but at McDonald's, $2 still gets you a serious breakfast. Like the buttermilk crispy chicken biscuit. Juicy, tender white meat chicken on a warm scratch-made biscuit. Or sweet and savory sausage McGriddles. Only on the McDonald's $1, 2 $3 menu. Mmm. Now, if only I could get to work. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Scratch-made biscuits are available in most restaurants in the viewing area.
0: Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now.
2: And good morning, Nelson. How are you doing this blustery, rainy Saturday morning?
13: Oh, hanging in there, you know, uh, could be better, but it could be a whole lot worse. So we got to look at it, uh, you know, the best way we can.
2: Yeah, it's just now getting to Spartanburg, and I'm looking out the window here. We are live from the Pizza Inn on East Main Street, 2225 East Main Street, right across from the new Spartanburg High School. And, uh, Nelson, that was a pretty action-packed Monday we had since everything got washed out at Indianapolis over the weekend.
13: Oh, no question about it. It was just kind of sad that uh, all the fans came from a long distance away. Uh, still couldn't stay for the race because they missed a good one
2: yeah and a lot of sheet metal got torn up but uh you know nelson you and i used to battle over keselowski and now we're not picking him and he's got a two game two race winning streak
13: that's right i mean uh you know when when the time uh was necessary he came on strong
2: you know and it was kind of a um well i'm not gonna say a shame but um he did uh he he came on late. That race was um, I mean a lot of other people led a lot of laps especially uh you know like Denny Hamlin and and Harvick and uh and Clint Boyer. I, I actually thought Boyer might win it and um and Kyle Busch so um and Kurt Busch. There, there was a it was an action-packed race. And it, what, what kind of I saw where somebody got a penalty. I can't remember who it was, but what what's the news coming out of there?
13: Oh, you know, uh I didn't even check to see what the
3: penalties were uh, coming out of there, so I'll, I'll have to check on that and let us know next week uh, if it's okay. Over. All right, no, that, that's but, fine. Nelson, no, I got a question. What uh, You know, we, we always, we, we always, always pull for the Wood Brothers, and I think all of us really pull for the Wood Brothers because they from the old school and they still race awful good. But uh, Menard was hanging in there good and they had a restart kind of close to the end of the race and he was restarting second And i can't remember did he not have fresh enough tires or did, did so, something, something didn't do right because he figured he had to fail back at least third or fourth but he dropped back to about eight before he could get back in line
13: and well uh, you know I, uh... Anymore, you know, if you don't have a good partner to go with, uh, you know, it's kind of rough. And, you know, I think this, you know, got kind of moved over to the side. But, uh, you know, have a lot of things happen this week. Uh, You know, of course, it's the first week for the playoffs, you know, which is a big deal. Uh, You know, uh, the Salt Motor Speedway really stepped up. uh, you know, the plate. they've opened the campgrounds. Uh, you know, the people fleeing from the uh, hurricane on the coast, and they're also using the, uh, the track grounds as staging area for all the power trucks that have come. Uh, you know, to the Carolinas. You know, to uh, you know, restore power. Uh, and I mean, they've come from all over. They come from Florida, from Indiana. You know, there's a tremendous amount of uh, you know support here.
2: Yeah, and we've seen them running around up and down the highways here. In fact, the, the Spartanburg downtown Airport's a staging area for a lot of the uh, helicopters. I think they said they had like a dozen uh, rescue-type helicopters out at the downtown airport here in Spartanburg. Nelson, um, let's, let's do our picks real quick before the time gets away from us. Who, uh, I'll let you go first. I'll let you have first crack to see if uh, Keselowski can win three in a row.
13: Okay. Uh, well, I'll let
2: you give a, uh, a, a hit on him, but I'll take his teammate, uh, Jerry Logano. Okay. Nelson takes Logano. I will take Hezelowski this week. I swore I was going to stick with Chase Elliott down the, all the way, but I'm not. Greg, who you like? I'm going to step my neck out and go with Harvey. That's you're way out there.
3: Yeah, I'm like a giraffe.
2: see it. <laughs> Ronnie, back in the studio. Who do you like?
3: Well, I'm going to go back with number 18. I think it's about time for him to break that drought.
2: All righty. And nobody won last week, so uh, Nelson's still leading the pack. Nelson, um, we got it down to the final 16 drivers for the playoffs. Uh, Just missing the playoffs were uh, Ryan Newman and Paul Menard, Ricky Stenhouse, and Daniel Suarez. I saw some... uh, Something in the news this week about Ryan Newman. I mean he's looks like his stock has gone up a little bit here lately.
13: You know, uh Ryan's been right up there, you know, uh pretty much every race. Uh you know, not the best pit stops, maybe not the best cars. Uh I think on the Chevrolet side that Hendrick, you know, gets the best technology. Uh Although uh, one of the clarifications as to why they weren't uh, running good the first of the year, uh, they had built their own uh, optical scanning station, and it was a little bit different than what NASCAR had. And they finally spent three hundred thousand dollars and got their own, uh, you know, real optical scanning station. And they say that's making a difference in you know how the cars are going through inspection. Uh, Hard to say on that, but you know, Childress, uh, you know, he's not has the budget that uh, you know Hendrick has, so you know, I think they're doing very well for Chevrolet with the money that they've got.
2: Yeah, I, I can't remember who I, I saw his which team I saw his name mentioned with, but it was. Uh, it did surprise me just a little bit that. Uh, I, I just didn't realize his stock had risen so much lately we got the 15 drivers uh the, i'm sorry the 16 drivers Actually, i said that because i'm looking at, at it and there was a tie for 15th between uh, hendrick's uh drivers Bo- alex bowman and jimmy johnson uh, based on what you've seen this year uh, um nelson and you've seen everything uh, who do you like? I mean, last year I, it, I always I had the feeling last year it was going to be Truex, and and it was, and he had such a dominant year. But this year's not quite. You've had the big three, but um, who are you thinking for the championship? It, and we haven't even run a race yet. But what do you think?
13: Well, uh, you got to remember that uh, both Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick have fifty playoff points uh, in the bank, so. Uh, you know, that gives them a little bit of an edge over anybody. Truex is third with 35 points, and Keselowski has 19 points, uh, followed by Clint Boyer. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to come down you know, to either Harvick or Kyle Bush, but a lot can happen. You know, uh, I think when we get to Charlotte in two weeks, uh, you know, we're going to have a pretty good idea. And I heard you talking about Charlotte earlier. There were se- they ended up with seventeen turns and it's a two point two eight mile course. Seventeen
3: turns, man. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's pretty wicked. I, I tell you, Nelson. Uh, me and Perry were talking uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, we had to do some rearranging with, with the show because we we're doing a live remote, and we were supposed to be in. An, August. Anyway, but besides of all that, but uh, the Charlotte thing being a brand new, I want to say a Daytona style road course. Uh, I think it's a great concept and everything, but it's it's going really. Uh, that, that's going to play a big part. Who who can get around that thing good? Which uh, you know, a lot of them guys are good. They're all good road racers now, but. Uh, that's going to play a, a very important part. I mean, you know, it may be like uh, uh, where Kyle Busch, which he runs road courses good, but where he might be a shoe in to run good at, uh, uh, on a regular oval, uh, it may see, we may see some, some other people get up there that, uh, that normally don't. But uh, I think that's going to be interesting.
13: It, it's going to be very interesting, and they changed it two or three times, you know, since they first announced it, and the teams had an early practice on it. Uh, they eliminated one turn, they speeded up the track a little bit, uh, put a lot of rumble strips in, uh, so it's going to be interesting, no question about it. And uh, the nice thing, you can see the whole track, you know, from That's the right. grandstand, unlike a lot of other road courses right rumble strip that
2: was a term i couldn't think of that earlier was, yeah, that, yeah. Was,
13: that was a term we were thinking i, I of.
2: couldn't i was saying bumps and all sorts and of stuff nelson is, is any one particular team uh tested more than anybody else at charlotte on the roval or have they limited that saying no we uh you've, you've you've been here enough we don't want you to have an advantage or or have they just let people come in or the teams come in and test uh, as they want as they want to mm-hmm.
13: No, uh, they only had you know certain number of orchestrated tested test uh, sessions. Uh, some teams sat it out because they didn't feel they had the money to run them. But uh, you know, all the top teams pretty much have uh, had the same uh, amount of practice.
2: Uh, I know we had, we had Daryl Walter on last year, and he didn't think much of it. Do you remember that, Greg? Yeah. I, 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 it had just been announced the week that we had Daryl on the show, and he, he was very skeptical skeptical about whether uh... it was going to be uh... you know a good track or not where it was a good thing for nascar
13: uh... well no. right now anything different that they're trying i think is good because it really piques the interest uh, racing in general right now is doing great uh, people are bad-mouthing nascar saying no attendance is down as they are with a few other sports but it used to be NASCAR had a, uh, a, you know a good chunk of the pie because the pie was divided you know uh, certain time of the year between NASCAR and football, NASCAR and baseball, NASCAR and NASCAR basketball. Now the uh, pie is divided up about fifteen pieces. So when you look at it that way, NASCAR is still doing pretty darn good, and racing in general is doing phenomenally well.
2: Well, I'm. Um- agree, I agree with you that it seems to have picked up a little bit uh, just just from what a little bit I know i know you're you 're more closely connected to it, but i just I also think about the loss of sponsors and and uh, and I did see yesterday where uh, Hendrik, I guess they 're still negotiating a little bit with lowe 's trying to get them to be a little more involved than they'd planned on being, but um, I just can 't help but think that uh I, I just don't know where the money's going to come from, from, like, losing uh, Barney Visser's team and, and, and some of these others that are, you know, it's a championship team folding up. And I know we discussed it a little bit last year last week, but
13: uh, well, that's kind of unheard of. Yeah, one of the problems there, uh, you know, Joe Gibbs is the flagship Toyota organization. And I think there was a very bad taste in Gibbs' mouth over the fact that, that here an independent team was going out and, you know, beating the flagship team. So uh, I think that had a lot to do with the fact that Bernie decided, uh, you know, it was going to be a whole lot more money out of his pocket. His health uh, after the heart attack last year was a factor. So it's just not a money thing, but we've had a lot of new sponsors that have come in in the past month or two.
2: Well, is there any possibility that they can just? I mean, they have so many, and we talked about this last week. Uh, there's so many people on these teams, you know, like engineers and shock people, and you know, I, I just can't imagine. And and they don't—they're not working for free. I just can't imagine all those salaries are necessary. That to me no, looks like I'd- a place that could cut back.
13: Uh, no question about it but you know uh, going back to when Bill French Jr. told Carl Keith Cooper to pack up his tent and leave he said no team will uh... no car owner will own more than two teams and that killed through until Rick Hendrick started the third team under his father's name and that changed the whole financial aspect of uh, you know of cup racing.
3: Yeah, you're exactly right on that That a hundred percent right um I don't know there was different ways that they I think they were doing so good back in the in the eighties and early nineties. Uh, you know, the sands were packed, There was good racing, and France didn't have to worry about with those multiple car teams about not having a full field. Uh, uh, I think that that was part of the thing that hurt. But they needed to have uh, stayed on top of that a lot, little bit better, and and I think things would have would have turned out good. But yeah, like I say, that there is. I mean, you know, I got where I watch Formula One races. You know, I mean, racing in general is doing pretty good. But uh, I hope the Charlotte thing does go over real good Two because minutes. it. Uh, it's a it's a road course that people can see all the way around. It's something that's totally new, totally different. Uh, I think they'll have a good turnout for the for the race and uh, I just think it'll work. Yeah, well but Nelson, you
13: know no, go number ahead. one thing, uh, we got people talking. That's good. You know, uh Ed of Isky Camels one time said I don't care whether they call me that great iskey or that damn iski just as long as they say iskey. So as long as <laughs> that's there's any NASCAR, a you know, we got interest out there.
2: Nelson, you're the best. We uh getting up close to the break here. Great having you on the show always, and we'll be talking to you next week. Stay dry, my friend.
13: Uh, sure, give it a try. Talk to you all later.
2: Okay, that's Nelson Crozier, our expert. 130. Um, inside man. And, um, Greg, we got a Alan Hill coming up after the break, going to talk to us a little about Bit about the local scene. We're not gonna, we're not gonna desert the locals completely. No, not by any stretch of the imagination.
3: And a matter of fact, uh, Allen and his car that uh, with Danny testing there have, have run very, very well for past several seasons. And uh, they're gonna, we're gonna find out a lot from Allen. Like I said, we're never gonna forget about the local guys. No, we're not. And uh, I think Allen can be uh, a pivotal part. Of knowing what all goes on because his car runs good and he's over there at Cherokee and he knows what goes on other tracks, so uh, he, 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 he'll be a good help for us I think.
2: And then after now after uh, Alan and the uh, break after him we're gonna go and talk to the the man with the plan who can really tell us more about this roval at Charlotte Motor Speedway, Scott Cooper. And then before the end of the show, in the last segment, and I see her pulling up now outside of this beautiful 58 Ford in the parking lot, is the owner here at uh, Pizza Inn. We're going to get her on. I think they said her name was so young. And um, we will uh, find out about all the promotions they got going on here. But we're going to break right now. You're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start your engines.
0: Listen to our programming anywhere on the web at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg.
14: <laughs> Fox Sports Trending now. This morning, boxer Floyd Mayweather posted on Instagram a video of himself trash-talking with Manny Pacquiao at a concert in Japan with the caption, quote, I'm coming back to fight Manny Pacquiao this year, unquote. No word yet on whether Mayweather was joking or serious. In Major League Baseball Friday night, the Giants' Chris Stratton pitched a complete game two-hit shutout and a 2 nothing victory over the Rockies. Yasiel Puig hit two home runs in the Dodgers' 3-0 victory over the Cardinals. The Dodgers now half a game behind first-place Colorado in the NL West. The A's Chris Davis led off the top of the 10th inning at Tampa Bay with his major league-leading 42nd home run, giving Oakland a 2-1 victory. The A's now 2.5 behind first-place Houston in the AL West. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. We
0: are... RFM Signal at 98.3 is presented by Upstate
10: Logistics. South Carolina Radio Network Sports, I'm Will Pelagic. Friday morning, the Clemson Tigers announced that they will go ahead and proceed with their Saturday afternoon game against Georgia Southern. The game will kick off at high noon and be seen on ESPNU. According to Clemson, in response to the needs throughout the state, the South Carolina Highway Patrol has deployed additional personnel to affected regions, and therefore fans traveling to Clemson are asked to be patient and plan for extended time getting into and out of town. Parking lots will open at 6, Memorial Stadium gates will open at 10, and Clemson is asking fans not to linger post game and to leave within two hours of the conclusion of game time. Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney, mindful of those on the coast.
1: You know, you just got to rely on the folks that, that... It's what they do, you know, their expertise, and, and uh, you know, I'm still praying that somehow, some way, the good Lord will just go and, and calm this thing down. And uh, hopefully everybody is preparing and, and uh, you know, getting out of harm's way. You know, stuff can be replaced, things can be rebuilt, and uh, so, but, but lives are precious. And uh, so hopefully uh, everybody's had plenty of time to, to prepare.
10: As previously announced, South Carolina will not play its Saturday game against Marshall this weekend because of the impacts of Hurricane Florence. Head Coach Ray Tanner spoke with us about the decision on Sports Talk.
3: It wasn't clear for us. It just didn't. We just didn't see the opportunity that we would be free and clear with the weather and the different trackings. That it uh, just we didn't feel good about doing it,
9: and so we made a decision as a as a staff that, as I told you, Dr. Pastiz, the Emergency Management Team, that. It was in the best interest of everyone that we not play a football
10: games. Tanner also said they're working diligently to find a 12th opponent to play either during South Carolina's bye week October 20th or during the end of the regular season during championship week. Wofford in action later on today at Wyoming. Will Pelagic, South Carolina Radio Network
11: Sports. Will you have enough income in retirement? Many aren't prepared and risk outliving their future income. You need a retirement income plan. And that's where Trent Lancaster of Jenny Montgomery Scott can help. Call Trent at 866-567-8282 for your complimentary, personalized analysis of your sources of retirement income and expenses you may face. Call Trent today and take a retirement test drive. Call 866-567-8282 or visit TrentLancaster.com. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
0: Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay so for the rest of you. Download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400.
7: Let's talk about Ryan. Way back in May, he wasn't a company man. He was a stay-at-home dad. This August, less than three months later, Ryan started his information technology career, doing something he loves, driving a company car. Don't love what you do? Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career valuation today. You could start Your new life as an IT pro in months, not years, months. Classes meet on campus or live online two or three times a week. It's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career, mycomputercareer.edu. Your love of the outdoors led you to buy a fishing boat. And your love of your boat led you to turn a day on the water into a four-day trip, which led you to a record-breaking trout and a bubbling lava hot sunburn. Which led you to a new respect for proper sun care technique. Fortunately, your love of your fishing boat also led you to protect it with progressive boat insurance, which you got indoors because of that sunburn. Ouch. I want to put some aloe on that. Visit progressive.com to cover the things you love. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
0: Live from the Beacon Drive In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
1: Gentlemen, start your gun.
2: Uh, welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 here in Spartanburg. We are live at 2225 East Main Street at Pizza Inn, right across from uh, where they're building the new Spartanburg High School. And, uh, Greg, it's 11 o'clock, the doors are open, and there's people in here eating pizza and drinking tea and salads and
3: all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's people coming in and... It's a little early in the day, but uh, they're, they're, people need to come on out here. Cause well, look, pizza, let me break in pizza. right here on the middle of you, you, Greg. If they're serving pizza, you need to ask them to make you a chocolate swirl. That's just fun A chocolate swirl. That's what I need, need to ask them. Yeah, chocolate well, swirl. Well, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to do that, but uh, it, it, well, actually, eleven o'clock is when I eat every day,
2: so this, this isn't too early for lunch. No, so, uh, no, it's it, it's not. This and it's, it's, sitting it's, right it's, here at the front door is this beautiful. Solid white 1958 Ford hard top convertible. It's one of those jobs where you know the trunk opens up and the top goes down into the into the trunk and closes up. And this thing is a beauty. And we're going to talk to Miss So Young about it in our final segment about all that we've got going on here, all of her promotions. And uh, and it's a it's quit raining. So come on out and eat and um, say hello to us and uh, try to win this Ford. It's a it's a pretty song of a gun. It sure is. But in the meantime, we have on the line, Alan Hill. Alan is uh, one of the top local racers, car owner, car owner, and is a, a winner from the word go.
3: And uh, Alan, welcome on start your engines.
2: Well, thank y'all for having me on here today.
3: Yeah. Well, we, Adam, we've been we've been wondering what all's been going on and. Uh, have a touch base with you. I know we always interview you or have you in the studio a couple of times a year. But uh... how's everything going out there? I know you always, you and Danny always have a front-running car. And uh, what what's basically went on at Cherokee? If you give us a brief synopsis or whatever, take your time. It sure. you doesn't have to be brief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It don't have to be
2: brief. You take this, we got yeah. we got about fifteen minutes. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Well, they are doing a lot of improvements over at Cherokee Speedway. They're getting that track good and slick for us about every week. Uh, we went in a few races, but we've having a lot of rain outs this year for some reason, and they've done called this race off today. For you know, for this hurricane that's supposed to be coming in here, and uh, you know. So they've already
2: they've yep. they've already called it off.
1: They've already called race off. Because okay. of this high wind and stuff like it, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. We, you know, if you get a lot of high wind and stuff, there ain't no telling what might be
3: flying around over there. Or, you know. Yeah, so well, you can't you but, can't much blame them. I mean, it's no. it, like it, saw, this kind of weather. It, it yeah. is is iffy. It's a real yeah. iffy situation, and we're probably here in Sparkburg sitting. And a real iffy deal. I mean, we know the people up there, up there at Wilmington and uh, along North Carolina coast and uh, upper Carolina is it, it, bad, but um, we don't know what all this is doing exactly here. But, but Danny, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Danny, not uh, Danny. Alan, uh, have you had... Uh, have you been running just just at Cherokee? Or have you run some at Harris? Or, uh, they, I know they, you've had a lot of rain outs. But, yeah. Uh, They've kind of
1: cut limited sportsmen out at Harris. We can't go up to Harris, and they kind of cut them out at Traveler's Rest. But now they're supposed to be having a big race coming up over at Traveler's Rest, and I think he is going to put limited sportsmen on the schedule. So we'll try to get everything ready to go over there if they have us over there. But we've mostly been running gashley yeah, speedway this year and you know we messed around we've won eight this year but wow yeah that's we, what I'm messed saying, we, we messed around we won last uh last sunday for the labor day weekend usually sometimes for them big races don't get me wrong i was leading one about uh four months ago on the big races and come and get the white flag we blow the seal out of the rear end and it just shut the Danny kept on going. He said, "I was hoping it was going to make at least one lap, but it chucked the teeth off the ring pin and pinion, uh, that." Oh, was it. that's
3: <laughs> sick. and That one—that was one in—that was one in big enough. That one in one in big paying races too.
1: Well, the race yeah. was just a lap too long. Yeah, it yeah. was a lap too long. I told somebody. I said, "You know," I said, "It paid two thousand dollars to win." I said, "I went to looking at the white flag, and I was looking at two thousand dollars." Then I went to spending the fifteen hundred dollars that's <laughs> racing just, uh, that's race. that's exactly right that's- my daddy always told me don't catch your chickens before the hatching you better get that checkered flag first
2: <laughs> Alan uh, what, tell, us, tell us a little bit about your driver and tell us about your sponsors give, your, give yourself that's a plug right. here
1: yes sir my sponsors good sponsors I got Bobby White Body Shop on the doors I've got Kirby and Ronnie's Backstretch Fireworks and I've got Davis Diesel service on the back quarter pounds now. Uh, they really good to me. And like I said, my son-in-law, he drives for me. And so somebody asked me about six months ago, they said, well, Danny goes and drives for somebody else. I said, I don't see how he can. I said, he's married to my daughter.
3: <laughs> and, I cook, oh, yeah. and,
1: I cook, and I cook all the time for him at the, at the racetrack, and I bring food for him. And one guy looked, he said, Pops, he said, don't get me wrong, he said, winning races is nice, and this food, he said, if we was to run last, I'd still come and be with you just because we got good food. But he said, us running up front, he said, that really does, you know, put the icing on the cake.
3: Well, that, that, That's the deal when, when he's married to your daughter and he's got a, 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 real, a real heavy right foot and getting the job done and getting fed well. And winning races and trophies. uh... Yeah. why would why would he want to leave anyway? That'd why would he? Why would he even think? Yeah,
1: why would he even want to think about leaving? And somebody asked me. They said, "Do you own the cars?" I said, "No, I don't really think I own the cars." I said, "You know, if uh, you know, if I was to leave here, which I ain't
2: planning on leaving here, everything's going to be left to them anyway." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, you saw <laughs> it, it. Well, it would it would make for a very uncomfortable Thanksgiving dinner.
3: If he left, yeah, yes. it would. It yeah. would. That that yeah. that'd make that a little bit, a little bit touchy. And, but, and, and but. see, I got I got a I got a
1: eleven year old grandson, and he thinks the world of me anyway because I feed him off town too. So you know, I, <laughs> I've got I've got two two
3: out of the three. that's on my side. <laughs> that's right. Well, I ain't thought about it that way, Adam. But that that that's the way it is. I mean, that, that's 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 it's that. Well, you see, what I've done for sixty something years. Uh, yeah. I know I know what direction I needed to go in, and uh, when I found out I was not exactly college material like my middle brother, so the best thing I know to do is just follow Didi around, and uh, yeah. it turned out to be it turned out to be a good decision. College is not yeah. for everybody. No, it ain't for everybody. I mean, my son made it
2: two years and. He's a proud member of the United States Marine Corps now, and he's he's never been happier. So uh, college is not for everybody. Yeah, you're well, long, right.
1: long as you ha- long as you are happy out here doing what you're doing, you can't you can't ask for nothing no better.
2: Well, how long are you going to do this, Alvin? Is this, uh, you just going to do it till you drop, or, uh, is there a time? Yes, I, I, I told, or you him, I,
1: I told my daughter, I said, you know, if I was down on Saturday, don't, you know, don't don't hold anything up just because I'm gone, but you can take me over and prop me up on Pitt Road in a, in a lounge chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, if you enjoy what you're doing, I mean, you know, everybody always says if you slow down, you just, you know, but I'm not planning on slowing down until they tell me to.
2: That's it. Now, yeah. Alan, do you do anything else other than other than race, or is this is this how you spend yes, all your time? Yes, sir. I'm actually I'm on job site right now. I'm,
1: I actually wire. I do what for work. I'm wire. I wire houses. I own my own business here. Been on it for 27 years. And whenever they told me they called to race off, I told my wife. She looked at me. She said, "What you going to do, today? I said, "Well, I'm going to go to work. Well, I do this. What-
2: is this your own business?
1: Yes, sir. Been
2: in, well, been what's the name of Hill
1: Electric. That? Hill Electric. I've been in Hill Electric for 27 years.
2: Is that in Spartanburg or Gaffney or yes. where are you located? It's
1: in Spartanburg.
3: Okay, Hill Electric. Yes. Sir. Well, we, we know everybody where we need me, to like, get.
1: Everybody, yeah, everybody my me, I said, How come you ain't got your name on the side of the race
2: car? I said, I don't need it on the side of the race car. I do it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, <laughs> That's you it. need other people paying the bills anyway.
3: Yeah, well, you don't right. want Hill yeah. Electric being being the sponsor on the car. You want to you, you want to spend so many other people's money. That's exactly right. Yeah, and, well, and that's, that's the way it's like got to it. work. Yes, sir. Right. I've got some, like I said. So, go ahead, Greg. Did you, did you build uh, a new car this year, or is this one? I know I know you's working on kind of like a a couple of years ago, like a supercar. Uh,
4: yeah. Well, and, uh,
1: we uh, we got that Johnson chassis. It won nineteen races last year. And, uh, that
4: ought to work. Yeah, it works.
1: It. As a matter <laughs> of fact, I had uh, I had the other car, which is a stock frame car, which is that's what limited portion is, like a metric car and stuff like that, and they have Camaros and stuff. But I had it sitting over here in the shop, and I put a new body on it while we was winning the races with this other car. And this year, I messed around, and for somehow other another, I had my good engine out. Hadn't, having it freshened up, and then the next thing I knew, I had it over in my metric car, and I had my backup motor in my Johnson chassis car, which was a car at 119 races last year. So, whenever they come up for this Labor Day weekend and told me that they was going to pay a little bit more money, I told Danny, I said, well, he said, what? And I said, I've got to do it," he said. "Well said. I'm going to take both motors out of both cars, and I'm going to take my best motor seat over in my best car. And we're going to go over next Sunday night. We're going to win the race." And he went over he last did. Sunday night, and he went over last Sunday night and started seventh in the main event and come straight to the front.
2: Alan, that's great, and we uh, um, we got to take a break now. It's great having you on the show. We want to have you on more often, and so we can uh, find out what's going on around here locally.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate everything y'all do for us local racers, too, having us on programs and stuff. If well, it wasn't we, we, people so- like y'all and the
3: fans, we wouldn't be out here racing. Well, you're exactly right, Alan. And like I said, we, we, we promote this stuff as much as we can. And uh, ne- next time, we'll get you in the studio. That's right. And uh, like, yeah. like we usually do. But you stay in touch with us and uh, just keep winning them races. We're
2: going to try our best, Nick. Okay, that's Alan Hill. Uh, he's tearing him up over Cherokee, and we'll get him back on again. Right now, we got to take a quick break, and we'll come back with Scott Cooper. You're listening to Start Your Engines from Pizza Inn on East Main Street on Fox 1400.
0: There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM.
5: Steve and Jerry here from the world famous Beacon Drive In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese. I Hey Planty, I deep flounder, cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon with no trim. <laughs> Had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry did did at the world
7: famous Beacon Drive In, John no D. White trim. Senior and
5: Boulevard girl, in Spartanburg.
7: Hey Planty.
0: High school football season is rolling, and so is our Friday Football Frenzy. The Frenzy is presented by Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina. The perfect place for your family to get away. The Friday Football Frenzy. All season long, here on Spartanburg County's home for high school football. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM.
4: Hey sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie.net. MyBookie.net is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie.net lets you play online and win big. Use promo code TACKLE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie.net has in-game live action on every major league event, even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie.net than today. Go to MyBookie.net to open an account and start winning. Use promo code TACKLE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Get in on the action. Visit MyBookie.net's website today and use promo code TACKLE to get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie.net, promo code TACKLE for a 100% bonus. No deposit necessary. Terms and conditions apply. For entertainment purposes only, void where prohibited. It's the call nobody wants to make.
6: Your home or business has water or fire damage or mold. Let Service Master of the Upstate make that call a little easier. Service Master of the Upstate restores homes and businesses alike. If you've been hit with mold or fire or water damage, call. Call today at 582-3451. Service Master of the Upstate also cleans carpets, rugs, and hard surface flooring. Make that call a little easier. Call Dyer and Amanda Jennings at Service Master of the Upstate. 582-3451. 582-3451.
2: Hi, this is your host, Perry Allen Wood. For the latest in auto racing, join us for Start Your Engine, Saturday mornings at 10 here on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, and we've done a lot of talking, Greg, this morning about the Roval, about the track and uh, the new track at Charlotte that's now a part of the the playoff system they've got, and uh, we got an expert on
3: here that can tell us all about it. Yeah, we sure do, and uh, uh, we have been talking about it a lot, and I think it's going to be talked about a lot more here in the next few days and also after the race, because I think they're going to have a wonderful race, but, uh... got Scott
2: Cooper from the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and, uh... Scott, your title is, uh, what, Public Relations and Communications? Hey,
9: guys, yeah, I, I, uh... Sometimes I run the PR and communications to the track, but most of the time it seems to run me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But, anyway, we've talked about that track a lot today. Yeah, we have, and, uh... We think it's an excellent concept, and one of the things, uh, it, you know, it, it kind of falls in line with the, uh, uh, the the Daytona road course, you know, which they've run the 24 hours free years on. And uh, we think it's a great concept, and think it's going to draw attraction. And on top of that, it's not like it is on on a lot of these road courses where you got to go pick out one particular corner to sit in or to see this part of the track. When you at Charlotte Motor Speedway, you see this road race. You're going to see it all. So we we think it's a great job. But, uh, tell us a little bit about what all the tri- trials and tribulations you've had to go through with that thing.
9: Well, I'll tell you guys, this has actually been a project that has been geared in the making. Um, you know, we, we actually started to do a renovation and an improvement, actually put in some new pavement for our infield road course about three to four years ago. And then, uh, you know, Marcus was looking out at how things were looking, our uh, presidential general manager, and, and, you know, we kept hearing all this talk about people looking, looking for a, a road course in the NASCAR playoffs. And, um, you know, anybody that knows our history here at Charlotte knows that we like to do things first and try to do things a little different. So Marcus was looking out his window one day and looking at the track and said, you know, this would really be something if we could combine our traditional oval with this new world-class road course that we're putting in and host a NASCAR race on it. So, um, you know, that process went through NASCAR, got a lot of feedback from the team, got a tremendous amount of feedback from a lot of drivers, um, everybody from road course experts like Max Pappas and A.J. Allmendinger and Mario Andretti, straight to Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton, and then, um, you know, a lot of the current guys that are actually racing now. And so what we've come up with, with our new Roval, it's the road course plus the oval it's a 2.28 mile course we've got 17 turns in this course and that's um, what
2: blows my mind 17 turns that's amazing
9: 17 turns in this course and it is going to be the first ever road course that's in nascar's playoff either for the Xfinity series or or for the uh cup series so um we're really going to have something special uh, coming up on uh, September the 30th when we run that cup race. And, uh, you know, we've, we've just, um, it is it has really been something that I think is going to surprise a lot of fans when they come back to Charlotte for this fall race. That we are going to have an entirely new look and feel to our entire infield. We have had... Um, kind of gold, goldish-yellow walls for several years. That's been sort of a traditional thing for us, and we started actually back in the sprint uh, uh, days. We actually did it for 10 years. We tied it in when we had our 50th running of the Coca-Cola 600. And um, so for the first time in over a decade, we've repainted all of our walls white. We're putting in a, a great patriotic red, white, and blue scheme throughout the walls. Um, the infield course itself looks great. We've got a company called Road Grip that's out of Europe that's coming in and doing a lot of the, the uh, painting and some of the accent stuff that we're going to have around our uh, Humble strips. Um, and then probably the biggest change, too, that the fans are going to notice when they come in is that we have completely taken up all of the natural grass that we used to have along our front stretch, and now we've replaced that with synthetic turf. So we've got a new synthetic field turf surface that is not only going to look great on race night in terms of how the logos and the and everything is just going to pop under those uh, under those uh, lights when we run in the spring, but also on race day for this to uh, these fall events. But it's going to really have a great practical purpose for us, and that now we're going to be able to host a big Saturday night concert with Sammy Hagar that anybody with a Xfinity race ticket or a cup ticket is going to be welcome to come in for that concert show. But we're going to be able to put the concert on Pitt Road and let all the fans flow in right into that uh, synthetic turf ball field area that we've got right there on that front stretch to be able to enjoy the show. And, of course, um, you know, in years past, you
13: know,
9: once you get to race week, you know you could never let anybody get down on the grass because it would mess up the logos it would tear it up it just wouldn't look good when it came time to drop that green flag but with this new surface um that's going to give us a lot more flexibility to be able to have people down there um at uh, the right time so charlotte motor speedway is going to have an entirely different look this is a brand new course first course that's ever been added to the circuit on the cup series since kentucky in 2011. And um, we are excited about it. That, that is probably the biggest understatement I can give you this
2: morning. We're talking to Scott Cooper with the Charlotte Motor Speedway talk, talking to us about the Roval. I, I've got to ask you this question. I mean it's one thing to get a, a, a date in the cup uh, on the cup circuit. Now you already had a, the date because the, I used to go to it when it was a national 500, the second race in uh, at Charlotte you know in the fall. You know, way back yeah. in, uh, but more won in 1961 with Joe Weatherly. <laughs> by yeah, here. But I, but to be able to get a brand new track as part of the playoffs, I mean, that's. <laughs> NASCAR seems to me like they really went an extra mile and sort of stuck out stuck out their neck because you you got to unprove I know it'll be tested on and all that but you've got an unproven track that nobody's been on before that is going to be such a crucial part of this playoff. That's, to pull that off was amazing, Scott.
9: Well, uh, we have to give uh, Marcus Smith and uh, Don Don Paul, who's our director of racing development for Speedway Motorsports, a lot of credit with that. And to be honest with you. Steve O'Donnell, NASCAR, the race team, for trying to do something to embrace something new and something different. Now, you know, uh, we did have some some uh, obstacles. We had some trials and tribulations. You know, we had a lot of testing that came in. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that we got a lot of feedback on in order to create the best event possible and also try to keep some of the costs down with some of the racing was that you know there was a there was a definite uh bit of feedback for people looking for a way to run this course with a road course car so it's it's like hey amino how can we do this with at least a road course car that's Uh going to work on this new course and you know, us not have to develop an entirely new car just for this one race. So in order to do that we've added chains on the back stretch and we've added a front stretch to cane that's not that far from from the start finish line that's gonna create a great dramatic spot there. And those are also down towards traditional oval turns three and four of our racetrack, so the fans that are on that side of the racetrack are still going to have something awesome to watch, even if they're not on the side of the track where most of the uh, road course is, but but adding that to reduce the speed, make it a little easier on Goodyear with the tires, is not going to take away from the racing, but really give a lot more flexibility with the teams in terms of setup with the car that they can bring. So they're gonna be able to work with road course cars when they come back to Charlotte at the end of this month. And, um, you know, we've, we've, we've tested, we've got a lot of feedback, we've tested, we've consulted, we've talked to about everybody in motorsports, we've talked about, and um, luckily we've all come together with something that we think is going to work. Now, that being said, you know, we had two big open test sessions for the Cup Series in July. And the teams came in over the process of two weeks, and they each tested here for two days. And that was really the first time, other than a couple of Goodyear tests, that the teams had been able to get on this new track and check it out. And, um, I mean, to be quite frank with you, it's a big challenge for these drivers. And I bet. these guys talking about 17 turns that was something that kept coming back a lot as they were coming back in and they were talking about this and saying well you know we've got transitions from road course to the traditional track and there are so many turns there's no place in this course to relax and at 400 kilometers this race is going to be the longest road course race that's on the circuit so it's a longer race than Watkins Glen it's longer than Sonoma so the drivers were talking about how this is really going to be a strenuous race, that this is a very technical course. There are there are three or four good places to be able to pass, but that they are just going to have to be constantly on top of their game and on top of the car, and it was going to put a lot of wear and tear on this car. Now, add all that up and put it in the bucket, and you've got something that just looks like a huge unknown going to be fun, we're going we're gonna to probably tear up some race cars, um, we're going to have some upset drivers, we're going to have a lot of frustration, but you know what, at the end of the night, there's one driver that's going to be locking themselves in to the next round of the playoffs after Charlotte, and that guy is going to be awfully happy to be raising a brand new trophy from Charlotte Motor Speedway.
3: Well, I, I, I tell you, we i think everybody's excited about it uh... that's for sure uh, it, it is different matter of fact me, me and Perry was both to be going to an event that kind of got brained out and we didn't know it but Augusta used to have a road course down there that was on the nascar circuit for a couple of years back in the early 60's and they had bank turns or something but Perry didn't have like
2: oh, that, 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 um- Bank it, turns and cliffs and uh, all sorts—about twenty it, turns.
3: But, uh, twenty turns, and, and it, it didn't. it, it But we, we think this concept's good, and uh, I know that, that putting a road course, which this this is a great idea, uh, you know. Well, I think on the trophy, instead of putting winner, you should put survivor. Survivor, yeah, uh, the, 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 the survivor well, of the deal. And uh, I've always said that they needed to have, you know, for 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 the points run or the chase. Uh they need to need to have a road course. Absolutely. And one thing me and Perry's always talked about, uh people kind of scoff at it or whatever, we've always suggested about doing a dirt track. Uh but y'all yeah. are definitely going in the right direction.
2: Don't tell that to Scott, he'll have them a dirt track on the on the schedule here in a couple of years. Well and I well, wish you would. Get to work on that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I say,
9: think that. guys the uh survivor and survival is a really key word. Um a lot of the drivers, when they came in and they test, I mean, I'll just be frank with you. A lot of them do not like it. And you have got to keep in mind, if you are typically good on Charlotte and there's so much data and these guys have raced here for so many years, I, you know, if you're uh, if you're Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knaus and you're Kyle Busch and you're Kevin Harvick and you're Mark, Mark Truett, and, and you're looking at that playoff schedule, and you know you could always count on, you know, we know Charlotte. I'm going to run well in Charlotte. Unless something crazy happens, I'm going to come out of there with at least a top five or a top ten and a great shot to win. Well, those days are gone. Because yeah, something crazy did happen. Now Everything is an unknown, and there is no data. There is no, you know, notes to go back and look at. Um and, and, and nobody knows what's going to happen when all 40 of these cars get out there at the same time. And even Saturday's race with the Xfinity Series, these guys have not tested yet. They oh are coming in, and they, they, will, they will get a four-hour test session on Thursday of race week. So qualifying practice will be on Friday. They're going to get a four-hour test session on Thursday. And then they race on Saturday, so that Saturday race could be incredible because be. other than other than Daniel Hemric, who was chosen to come in and run one of the Goodyear tire tests early before we even kind of got the final course layout done, Daniel's about the only guy that's from the Xfinity series traditionally that they, that's even really been on the course in a stock car at all. So. Um, you know, we've, Scott, we've just got a, a lot of unknown and a lot to be excited about and looking forward to here for the end of the month.
2: Scott, before we have to let you go, suppose somebody wanted to come see these races. Uh, what kind of deals do you have, and where can they get tickets, and uh, tell us all about it.
9: Well, I tell you guys, you know, this is, um, you know, our prices are so affordable for this race. The kids get in on Saturdays for free. Man, Holy the mackerel. Kids tickets are only $10 for Sunday's Cup race. Both races are going to be in the afternoon, so it's not going to be a late night if you want to bring out the whole family. Now, I say that now, I got a feeling we're going to have a lot of caution. So that may
3: kind of stretch out the rates. Oh, you're going to have some calls. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but our
9: our uh, our consumer tickets have been pacing really way ahead of last year for this rate. That's why we know there's a lot of excitement amongst fans. They want to see this for the first time. Um, but we do have plenty of tickets left. we got two weeks to go. We want people to call us down. Um, 800-455-FANS charlottemotorspeedway.com they can buy them online there's a variety of different specials we have there we've got a we've got a two-pack with two tickets plus scanners we're calling it sites and sites and not found we got a six-pack ticket offer but you can't beat those kids ticket prices of free on saturday and only ten dollars for sunday so lots of opportunity for people to still plan that trip and come see us here in charlotte for bank of america roble 400 weeks and um, I tell you guys, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been fun to get to be a part of this over the last couple of years and, and watch this process and hear these drivers talk about it. You know, we had NASCAR's playoff preview day for the Cup Series was on Thursday in Vegas. And so, you know, we had a cameraman that was out there asking the drivers questions about this robot. Be like, so, give me one word. To describe the roval, and they'd all be like, "Well," <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they all they all started. And then they come back "Well, challenging. Uh, it's challenging. It's going to be strenuous." And, uh, Kyle Larson said, "Terrible. It's going to be terrible because because they know that how hard this is going to be." So I think the fans are going to get an incredible show. Um, We do have some great deals. We want everybody to come out and join us. You know, this is Charlotte's next fabulous first, guys. You know, we were the first track to ever light a super speedway, the first one to put in condos, first one to put in that giant permanent television on the backstretch, um, and now we're going to be the first one to run this new innovative rope course, 35-feet elevation change over the course of this course, guys. So there's a lot of differences here that these drivers are going to have to tackle. And um, I just love the unknown of all of it, of not knowing what to expect. So we're going to get into this race, and we're going to have some surprises for sure.
2: Well, Greg and I are real excited about it, and I know all the NASCAR fans and uh, 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 can't wait to see it. And um, uh, I'm going to make it up there if I can. But, uh, Scott, we may have to have you on after the race to, uh, no to figure out what we saw. <laughs>
9: yeah. Hey, guys, I am always glad to try to check in with, with you guys. We appreciate you keeping everybody down there in the update informed about what's going on in motorsports. You know, we've got uh, not just this Roadville 400. Then we're going to turn around two weeks later, and we're going to have uh, the uh, Z-Max. z Dragway is going to be wide open. With the playoff race for the NHRA, and then just a couple of weeks past that, we've got the World of Outlaw World Finals over at the dirt track. So we've got three huge racing events coming up over the next few months, and, um, you know, it's fun, and it's fun to be in Charlotte. And uh, we want the fans to come in here and have a good time with us. Let us let us show them a little Southern hospitality.
2: Well, we're going to do that, and, Scott, we are going to have you on again, and we appreciate so much uh, you filling us in on this roval, and I, I can't wait.
9: All right. Hey, look, guys. You guys be careful with all this uh, rain that's coming over your way too. You know we're uh, okay. we We are feeling it with uh Hurricane Florence, you guys. Be careful and stay uh, dry down there.
2: Thank you so much. We'll do it. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, guys. All right. That was Scott Cooper from Charlotte Motor Speedway,
3: and he's a. Uh, well, he bit off a mouthful of uh, project there, and it
2: I'm looks like he's going
3: to pull it off, Greg. They're going to they pull it off, and when the driver's griping about, you know, that it's, it, the track's going to be hard to drive and everything, that's what you want. I mean, look at Darlington all these years. You know, the fact that it's been tough to drive uh, is what brings out the good in, in the race drivers. And, yeah. uh, I think it's, it's, it's a great concept. And they may have to tweak a little something here or there or whatever, but uh, uh, I, li- I like the concept of it, and I think the fans are going to like it, too. Yeah. Okay,
2: well, that's uh, that's something to look forward to, that's for sure. And um, has got going jacked a break. up about uh, it. Come- I'm ready for that race. I'm telling you what, Ronnie, we ought we to go up there as a, as a unit. <laughs> that's going to be yeah. something. road trip. Soon. Road trip to-, to the Roval. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to take a break now, and when we come back on our final segment, we're going to have the owner here at Pizza Inn, Miss So Young, and, um, and she's going to tell us about all the promotions they've got going on and, uh, and maybe be handing out samples. I don't know, but uh, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the Start Your Engines from Pizza Inn on East
11: Main Street in Spartanburg, and we'll be right back after this. If you'd like to learn what life was like in South Carolina's backcountry during the Revolutionary War or the antebellum era, the Spartanburg Historical Society can help. Tours are available daily from 11 to 4 for living history events at both Walnut Grove and the Sea House all summer long. Join historians as they share more about life in the backcountry at Walnut Grove and the Sea House. For more information, visit SpartanburgHistory.org. That's Spartanburg History.
14: Oh, don't forget, we have to go by the pet store.
12: Before or after the garden shop. I and mean, I
0: need to get my nails done.
14: Well, I need a haircut, but we don't have time for all that.
0: Yes, right? you do. Wh- what?
12: Why is our radio talking to us?
0: Salons by JC takes care of hair and nails for both men and women. Come on, Fred. Your wife needs a little pampering today.
12: Why can't you be more like
7: the radio guy? Let me try. Salons by JC, your one-stop shop for guys and ladies. Hillcrest Shopping Center next to Gardner's. Walkins, welcome. Not bad agree to
15: disagree. Let's be honest for a minute about the New Way. Honestly, the Redneck Cheeseburger is amazing. The Redneck Nachos are also made with the New Way's famous pimento cheese. And they're delicious, too. And now you can get in and out of the New Way for lunch in just 30 minutes. The New Way, which has stood in the same location since 1938, proves you can teach an old place new tricks, as our lunch service is now just plain fast. The New Way, still going strong after nearly 80 years. 373 East Kennedy Street. Look for the PBR sign in the big red door. Come in for a delicious and quick lunch today. It's everybody's favorite time of the year, football season. And we have South Carolina covered
0: from the coast to the mountains here on Sports Talk. Hi, this is Phil Cornblue, Join Will Pelagic, Tom Hayes, and me weeknights from 6 to 8 as we cover football and everything else going on in the Palmetto State here on Fox Sports 1400. You'll hear from Davo, Muschamp, players, and coaches as we cover college football as we've done for the last three decades. That's Sports Talk weeknights at 6 here on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM.
5: Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? A-Plante! A. Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week? A-Plante! A. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a-Plante? Oh, it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946.
15: Shine on 9 is the perfect car wash if you are looking to stay cool and safe. Why vacuum outside in the heat? Shine on 9 in Boiling Springs has indoor vacuums. In fact, free indoor vacuums with any car wash. Stay cool and never worry about not having enough quarters. Shine on 9 is fun, family-friendly, and easy to access at the corner of Highway 9 and Valley Falls Road. Keep your car smiling at Shine on 9. Open seven days a week, 2820 Highway 9 Boiling Springs.
6: New beef short rib smoked for six hours. Brisket smoked for 13 hours. Arby's is never too busy to sit by a smoker. Not because they don't value quality time with their loved ones. But because their loved ones are beef short rib and brisket. Arby's we have the meat at participating Arby's for a limited time. Every now and then we need to get away and relax and there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina is the perfect place to decompress at Watery Lake RV. Enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill and a boat ramp marina with ethanol free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to 3 days. Call 803-273-3013.
0: For everything happening here at the station, download our Fox Sports 1400 app today. Type Fox Sports 1400 to search Google Play or the Apple Store to get
2: started. Welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, live from the Pizza Inn on East Main Street. Before we bring on Ms. So Young, I would like to just point out that tonight at 7.30 is the DC Solar 300 for the Xfinity cars at uh, Las Vegas on NBCSN. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock is the the cup race, the South Point 400, which is at 3 p.m. on NBCSN. And you don't want to miss those. Also tomorrow in the morning, if you get up early enough... um, you can see the Formula One drivers in the uh, at Marina Bay in Singapore for the Singapore Airlines Grand Prix. That will be at 8.05 on ESPN2. And finally, uh, to finish off your racing weekend between all the football and college football and pro football, and hopefully we'll have electricity to watch this stuff, is um, the GoPro Grand Prix of Sonoma, which will be at 6.30 tomorrow night. And that is the last race of the IndyCar season. And um, that's on NBCSN at 6.30, as I said. And it looks like Scott Dixon has got that championship wrapped up. But uh, I guess something uh, could happen. that alexander rossi could pick up 29 points somehow and win steal the championship but anyway that's the racing that we've got scheduled for the rest of the weekend and whatever i guess all the local stuff has probably been uh canceled so we uh check your local track to see if they're operating we know cherokee speedway's not but i want to bring in right now so young the owner here at the manager
12: I'm the marketing manager.
2: marketing manager here at the Pizza Inn on East Main Street in Spartanburg, right across from where they're building the new Spartan High. And I tell you what, the place is filled up, it smells great, and um, you got a lot of pr- uh, promotions going on.
12: We do, we do. We have the 1958 Ford Fairlane Skyliner what out here beauty. in the front of the store. Um, that is the actual car we are giving away. For free, giving it away. <laughs> I just want to make sure that? So
3: that you put the top up on my Ford. I entered last <laughs> night to win it, so I'm I'm sure it's going to be mine.
12: <laughs> I hope so. We hope that somebody in Spartanburg wins. We're hoping for it. Well,
2: he'll be cruising Duncan in that next week. Um, <laughs> so when are you giving it away, and what do you have to do to win it?
12: We are giving it away on September 23rd it's a nationwide promotion through PSAN. the reason why it's our 60th anniversary so um, they decide hey let's give a car away now, <laughs> and are,
2: are they doing this in different regions or is this the only nationwide. one nationwide
12: mm-hmm. nationwide that car has been all over the states
2: so you so in other words this one sitting right here is one that people are going for across the country yes sir oh
12: Yes, sir. So it just got back from, I believe, Oklahoma? Holy cow! This past weekend, yep. Well, so it's we- this is our last um, stop here, I believe, and then they're going to be doing the drawing on September the twenty-third, and so we'll find out who the winner is. But PZN has decided to do this for our sixty. The, the car is sixty years old. Right. So the whole thing with the sixty years old and our PZN being sixty years old, they decide that hey, let's do, let's give out a car, and so that's why we have this beautiful car sitting out here. in front of our store today at Hillcrest, yeah, right? Um, please come out, check it out. We want you to come and take pictures with it. Uh, fortunately, with the weather, we don't have the top down. We don't want to damage the car, but it is um, in mint condition. It this is. original 1958 Ford um, Fairlane Skyliner.
2: Ronnie wouldn't like it if you put the top down. But I see, uh, I see a lot of T-shirts and things up there at the front table. How, what do you got to do to get a T-shirt?
12: We got a lot of free giveaways right now going on. So we're here till eight o'clock today. We are giving out free T-shirts. We're giving out um, bookmarks, pencils, um, two tickets to Carowinds. Wow! Two tickets to Six Flags. I mean, and we we are taking up money, non-perishable food. Um, for the hurricane relief wherever once this goes through wherever it needs to go to we are going to be donating 100% to that too as well so with you coming in either donation or either coming in to see this car or just coming in and to eat with us I know there's a lot of people visiting from all over the coast area we love to have you and your family there's um, a game room we have a party room we got tons of fresh food (laughs) I was just back there and they rolling dough fresh dough out of the barrel well you know we were s- about 9
2: 30 this morning or actually alex was i was watching him and uh they were back there cooking then yep. i mean uh, how, how early do you all start preparing the food eight o'clock wow
12: the managers and this some of the staff comes in at eight o'clock everything is freshly cut and N- cooked nothing left over from last night no oh no <laughs> no 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 every that's one thing we're known for we do everything fresh
2: well it looks like it and it smells great and the place is really filling up and I tell you. Ya- I said before the show started about twelve o'clock. Uh, I hope it holds off raining. It, we did have a little shower come through, but right now it's just windy. It's, yeah. it's, the weather looks great out there. And uh, keep an eye on Greg. I see him out there looking over your
12: car. Uh oh! <laughs> don't, don't let him get in it. Well, this is the thing. You got to find the keys. Ah. Somebody has the keys. Now,
2: he may know how to hotwire it now. See, he's, uh, <laughs> Greg Moore was. Uh, he was a championship uh, race car builder, oh. and uh, I got a feeling and. And it, they dealt in Fords, uh, so sir, I can tell you. you know,
12: he might know. Uh, we just got to keep an eye on him. I got a feeling
2: he's trying to get under the hood now because he's an engine <laughs> man. And uh, I think he'll probably have that thing. Uh, we might see it going up Main Street here in just a minute. <laughs> I love it. What other things can does uh, Pizza Inn have to offer just during the regular year when um, you're not having a big promotion you know, like this?
12: We have Monday nights, our senior night. So... That- Come join us on Monday nights. Tuesday night is our kids' night. We have free kids with a paying adult, so um, and the kids' night. Wednesday is our college night. We have um, with a college ID. You can get a free drink eating with us. Um, that's that's about it. And We have fundraisers mm-hmm. um, on Thursday and Saturday. And We're known for our fundraisers. Well, I see it's,
2: something up there about I saw it just now about dough raisers or yep, something. Tell yep. us about that. So
12: our fundraisers, um, we reach out to the community. It has to be a nonprofit organization. They come and um, they actually have to work as a staff,
13: mm-hmm.
12: and they're serving customers like ourselves, and they earn ten percent of the. Um, from those hours that they're working they get 10% of the sales but mm-hmm. they get hundred percent of all the tips oh, okay so some organizations can come out really well Absolutely. but th- you know we we hear good things about it we've um, done surveys about it and people have said they love it they have fun doing what they do with the fundraisers with us So if you've never done a fundraiser with us and you're interested in doing one um, reach out to the stores we have five stores mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that we have um, in this area in this area well
2: not- I know this one was I live right in this neighborhood and I know this one was closed for a while and I was very sad because I love this particular Pizza Inn well, and I'm you. glad it opened back up I thank think it was closed for about a year or so
12: huh well i wasn't i wasn't working it wasn't Santa. your fault
2: <laughs> but it did happen
12: but i'm glad we're back You're back. that's all that matters yeah. um we have duncan um location we have the greer location on wade hampton <laughs> road and then um we have Asheville highway and hillcrest and then we just opened up greenwood south carolina great out by the lake area now are you over all the pizza ends? I or sure just a, am. Oh, in the yes, whole country? Uh, no, 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 no. I am just over the five. The five here. Five around here. Right. Yes, local.
2: But the car is being competed for nationally. Nationally. Wow. Yes, sir. Okay. It's a
12: national wide um, contest. Okay.
2: Well, I tell you what, it's, uh, Greg, you couldn't get it hotwired? <laughs> <laughs> He's out there, he said he tried. He just came back <laughs> in, but, uh, he was out there, uh, Snoop, snooping around a lot he wants to see the motor he says so uh greg's a motor man and he'll uh i, I can't think of uh anybody that would be a, a better to uh to win this thing than either me or greg and ronnie ronnie you can drive it around duncan but so young we appreciate you coming by here and uh you just keep up the good work and um, we appreciate a 58 Ford for the 58th and uh, the 60th anniversary of Pizza Inn that started in 1958. Where
12: did it start? Texas. Texas. I believe it's Texas. Don't get me. Ro- I might be wrong. Well, I, you know, I should have come up with a Pizza Inn quiz. Our um, our home office is in Texas. Okay. Dallas, Texas.
2: Dallas, Texas. Okay. So young, we appreciate you coming by, and uh, you'll be here till eight o'clock, and you'll uh, sure. meet the. F- Patrons and hand out the t-shirts, and uh, I can guarantee you the food is great. If it's anything like it smells, uh, it's going to be a, a, a great promotion here, and thank you so much for we coming out. We appreciate
12: you guys coming out here. Thank you, and listen, we got the game going on for the Clemson game here. We got TVs here, so come join us today.
2: got TVs all over the place. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's so young, and we uh, appreciate her coming out here, and this car is a beauty, and right now we have... Uh, just a, cu- a couple of minutes. We'd like to say thank you for Pizza in having us out here. And we are glad Mother Nature, the good Lord, held off the weather because we only had the one little brief shower. But uh, it's just uh, just a little breezy out there right now, and I'm sure it's warm. So, uh, and
3: Perry, I looked it up. Pete's yep. Inn was founded in Dallas, Texas in nineteen fifty eight. Two brothers opened the first one across from Southern Methodist University.
2: SMU the Mustangs. Best team money could buy back in the seventies. Two minutes. right Ron- Ronnie, we uh would really like to see you. I think Ronnie deserves that car. I mean, you know, if all the people were going for it, I'm going to enter it. And Greg's already entered it and been out there smoking it over. But, boy, Ronnie looked good cruising around. I think it looked good on stick- with a, burn, with a burn sticker on the back of it, even though he roughed up my Vikings, although I wasn't a Viking. My daughter and my son was. But uh, Burns, uh, congratulations to them. It uh, looks like they're recovering well from the season they had last year, and uh, maybe Spartanburg has um, got a little work to do. But hopefully next week, all the high school and college games, I know the Gamecocks got, uh, they got postponed because that thing is supposed to come right down through Columbia and come up through here. Clemson starts in a few minutes, so uh, they're a lot further west than we are, and I would imagine they probably have a pretty big window to, uh, to get their game in today. And they're going to be uh, ESPNU. ESPNU. And uh, Walford is in Wyoming. And I mean, if they've got anything out there, they may have snow. I don't know, but it's uh, the Terriers taking on a, a big Division One opponent, and we'll see how that comes out. But we um, we're looking out here at what is going to be, I guess, the University of uh, Spartanburg High School. It's uh, I mean, I'm staring straight at it, and this thing is uh, this thing is huge. So, and we know that a uh, couple of years they'll be playing football over there and basketball and this will be one busy growing section of town which i have lived in my almost my entire life my entire spartanburg life greg and i've spent on the east side of spartanburg so uh, um, this is a big addition to it but we're gonna say so long and i uh, wish everybody a good weekend and we're going to uh greg what are you trying to say We got Ricky Craven. Thank you, you, Greg. We got Ricky Craven next week, who uh, won in the Southern 500 a few years ago and the closest finish in NASCAR history. Uh, when he beat out Kurt Bush. So Ricky Craven, thank you, Greg, is a great guest and uh, we will have him next uh, Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. We appreciate everybody that listens to our show. We're gonna be better than ever and just keep listening and we will keep you up to date on everything. We'll get We'll get the local thing handled also. So until next week, be careful in this nasty weather and keep it between the fences. So long. I'm
9: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. Fox Sports trending now.
14: Today's college football action about to kick off with five ranked teams in action. Number two, Clemson hosting the Georgia